Am I Reister or am I wrong? James Harden, him talking about he wants to go to the Brooklyn Nets. I'm a pro player, but this is ridiculous for him to expect this to happen. Because everybody wants to be remembered. Everybody wants to be remembered. But money is greater than championships because sports is a job. It is not a career. Tua is the NFL's version of a rich kid with the I expected it to be a lot harder comment. He sounds like a kid who had SAT prep and had tutors and then goes in and aces the SAT. And he's like, oh, I I thought the test was going to be way harder. Well, duh. And DeAndre Hopkins with his Hail Mary catch, he left so many Trump-supporting Arizona Cardinals fans just just so torn up inside. Am I right, or am I wrong? Is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the absolute truth? Uh, Facts only here. Check your feelings at the door before you even show up. There's no BS allowed. I keep it 100. And I want to thank you guys. First of all, I got a contract in my hands. We're working on some big things. So I appreciate you guys for tuning in. I will be announcing some huge things shortly. And I appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. You guys, please make sure that you leave a five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts. And you guys can get a hold of me, GWPodcast at unafraidshow.com. Make sure that you tell a friend about the podcast, share it with everybody, and make sure that you listen also to the Pac-12 Apostles podcast, wherever podcasts are found. And you can listen to me on Fox Sports Radio Sundays, 2 to 5 p.m. Pacific. That's 5 to 8 Eastern time and weekdays filling in. I hear so many people talking about uh, players and their legacies and championships. Why didn't this guy have championships? Championships matter. No, the truth of the matter is, is that money for professional athletes should outweigh the championships. Yes, there is a point of diminishing returns where once you make $150, $200 million, the championship should matter more. But the reality is, is that this is a job. It's not a career. I, I, when, when people talk about championship, no, it's a job. The whole point of playing professional sports, to be perfectly honest with you, to pull the curtain back, because there was a myth so long that was perpetuated. Oh, you have to be a champion. Yeah, but isn't the point that we're all out here in life, no matter what your job is, for you to secure a better future for your life, secure a better future for your family, live good, all of these things, to be happy, right? So, and championships don't pay bills. They they don't, and it's a job, not a career. Being an engineer, that's a career. Being a doctor, being a lawyer, being a writer, All sorts of things are actual careers that you can do for 30, 40, 50 years. The average NFL career is like 3.4 years. NBA just a tad bit longer. MLB, you might be in the minors your whole career. It's a job. Yes, it can be a well-paying job. But after you finish, you have to do something else. You have to go to a second career. I mean, even players that have made a ton of money. Like, I try to explain that to my my son who wants to be a professional athlete. He's like, Dad, I'm going to go. I'm going to make all this money. I'm like, okay, so what are you going to do after? He's like, I don't know. Well, duh. He's like, well, how about if you're super rich? I was like, okay. 
What is Derek Jeter doing? Running a team. What is A-Rod doing? Running uh, on TV, doing big things in business. It's a job. It's not a career. And I remember, I, because people, they get to talking about um, about their, their legacies and what have they done. Okay, I'll give you some examples. Would you rather be, or do you think it's better for your family, I should say, is it better for your family that you're Mother Teresa or if you're Bill Gates? Mother Teresa's remembered all over the place. But how does that benefit her family and her legacy? Just, just curious. Would you rather be Neil Armstrong, who first man on the moon, all of that, or James Dyson, the billionaire who created vacuums? Which one is better for your family? People will remember your grandpa. They'll remember your dad. They'll remember your second, third cousin. But how does that affect your legacy and what you're trying to build for your family? It's the same thing in sports. And I remember uh, this guy that I played with. His name is Kyle Brady. I played with Kyle. He played at Penn State, played with the Jaguars a long time. Great human, great pro, all of this. But I remember we got in a huge fight. I think it was my rookie year. But we had a terrible season with like 4-12 and 12 or something like that, 3-13, and 13, something. Terrible. First time I'd ever experienced losing. And I remember saying to him, I was like, man, this sucks at the end of the year. As soon as the season was over with, I was like, uh, man, I would trade all these wins to have gone to the Pro Bowl. And he was like, what? Are you kidding me? Oh, you're so selfish. I was like, listen, if we won nine games and missed the playoffs, I would have rather been an all-pro or made the Pro Bowl. He was like, oh, you're, you've lost it. all that." I was like, no, the reality is I'm in this, obviously, because I really want to be good. But at least if we don't accomplish our team goals, let me accomplish my own personal goals, my own personal ones, at least. I get we're building to something, but we are all a bunch of mercenaries uh, who are collectively trying to do a goal, trying to win a championship. But in reality, I need to get my coins. I, and, and I would like some individual recognition, especially if we don't achieve our team goals. And that's why I say money for professional athletes should be greater than championships. Because people say, oh, he's just chasing money. Well, yeah, that's what pays the bills. That's what makes a good life for these players. You getting a head start in life on whatever your second career is going to be. But for a guy like James Harden, that changes. That becomes like there becomes the point of diminishing returns where you make so much money and then you're saying, oh, wait, hold up. I don't I didn't win early. I need a championship. OK, how do I do that? How am I going to make that happen? So things haven't worked out in Houston. They blamed it on Tillman Fertitta supporting Trump. They blamed it on his teammates. They blamed it on Mike D'Antoni leaving. Everybody, the GM, Daryl Morey, all of it. They blamed it on everybody. But the And now James Harden wants to run to go to the Brooklyn Nets. And you have so many players running to his defense. Because I heard Brandon Marshall on First Things First this morning saying, well, if a player is done with the team, the team should just let him go. Slow down. Like the idea that I am pro player, 100%. I was fine. I'm fine with players if they have le if they have leverage, exercising their way to even bully their way out of a situation that they don't want to be in. I am fully in aware of that. But 
there has to be like just realistically, there has to be some compensation back to the team because NBA players in particular, they are uniquely valuable, uniquely valuable because let's say that LeBron James, LeBron James from five years ago, I mean, even though he's still the best player in the league now, five years ago, if he wanted to go to the Charlotte Hornets and the Charlotte Hornets are saying, okay, cool. We'll, we'll trade it for it. We'll give you our entire team, right? I mean, cause what is LeBron James worth? He's probably, he's the best player in the NBA and has been. So especially five years ago, he would be worth the entire Charlotte Hornets team. But the problem is the Lakers can't take the whole team. Like how many draft picks are you going to get back? Because they're going to be low draft picks then. Not lottery guys. You're not going to get LeBron James's. You're not going to get the special players for the most part. Like, come on. Like, that's the way it works. Like, NBA players are uniquely valuable. Because look at the NFL. The Raiders traded away Khalil Mack. Raiders are headed to the playoffs now. Bears, not headed to the playoffs. What was he worth? Multiple first round picks. Feels like a fair deal. What is Mike Trout worth in baseball? He's, I mean, technically he's worth a lot, but on his team, he's on, he's not going to the playoffs. Best player in baseball. Can't make the playoffs. What good does it do? But in basketball, those players are uniquely valuable because one player can change the course of an entire franchise. So how much is that player worth? So the idea that Harden could go to the Brooklyn Nets, unless they were willing to uh, like, unless KED was like, yo, Doggy dog world, send Kyrie down there to Houston. Aside from that, you're, those three are supposed to play together. What, what can Brooklyn give the Houston Rockets? We're going to give them Karis Le- LeVert, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. What are they going to give them? A bunch of draft picks that are then going to be low draft picks? I mean, really think about it. They can give them 50 first round draft picks. What does it matter if you're drafting basically at the, in the second round? Come on, man. I mean, it, the idea that people are just going to try to force their way out the door without some reasonable compensation back. We're talking about James Harden, one of the greatest scorers in NBA history. Look what it costs to get uh, um, Anthony Davis in L.A. Cost the Lakers like three first round picks uh, and and Josh Hart and um, a bunch of other players, including Brandon Ingram, who's really good. Cost them a lot. Come on, man. It, it just doesn't even make sense. I would send his ass to Salt Lake City for Donovan Mitchell. I'd send him to the 76ers for Ben Simmons. But yeah, yeah, if you, if you want out, I'll let you out. You may not get to where you want to be, but I will let your ass out, though. But I need something back. It's just reality. Just reality is value. You want out, you have to be able to give the team value back because the assets are all they have. It's the only way for them to win. Let you out for you to go win and give me nothing back. Negro, please. Um, Next thing up. Tua Tagovailoa. Quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. He sounds like the NFL version of a rich kid right now. Sounds like the NFL version of a rich kid. Rich kid that has SAT prep and tutors and and then he goes out and crushes the SAT, gets like a 1,500. And he says, oh, man, that was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. 
Yeah, of course it's easy. You were set up for success. And that's what Tua is right now. The dude is set up for success. He's playing for a really good head coach in Brian Flores. Their defense is fantastic. Their defense is scoring points regularly, like not putting them in position, picking the ball up, taking it in the end zone, or like last game, sitting it on the one-yard line. Their special teams is playing well. And they're running the ball. Offensive line doing a good job. He's set up for success. The idea that the NFL is easier than he thought it was going to be. Ask Russell Wilson how easy the NFL is right now. Russell Wilson's a Super Bowl champion. Russell Wilson is uh, been to another Super Bowl. He's played with no offensive lines, no running back. Now the worst defense. Yeah, but probably it was pretty easy when he wasn't asked to let Russ cook when they had the Legion of Boom. It was probably real easy then. So the point is, two is in for a an awakening because the NFL is still very, very difficult. Very difficult. Look at his stat lines. First game, he threw for 93 yards and a touchdown, and they won. Second game, 248 and two touchdowns. Third game, 168, 169 and two touchdowns. And he won like that. Ask Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert who are playing out of their minds if the NFL is easy right now, if it's easier than they thought it was going to be. They're going to say, hell no, it's difficult. You got uh, Joe Burrow playing with an offense, but no defense, a broken offensive line. Your your, your running back, Joe Mixon's hurt. You got Justin Herbert playing. They can't keep a lead. Defense not playing well. Bunch of their best players hurt. Their running back's out. Uh Uh-huh. Not so easy then. It's easy when you're set up for success. I mean, that doesn't mean that Tua is not doing a great job. But he's literally been silver spooned. Like he's starting in the NFL on third base. You have a defense, a running game, good special teams, and a great head coach. What more, what more could you possibly ask? And they're not asking him to win the game. They're just asking him to not lose it. Just don't crash the ship. That's what they're asking Tua to do. Don't crash the ship. And he's talking about it's easier. Hell yeah, it's easy right now. Uh, Last thing up. I thought that this was hilarious. I was talking to a friend about it this morning. And the DeAndre Hopkins Hail Mary catch from Kyler Murray. This left so many Trump supporting Arizona Cardinals fans so conflicted. So conflicted. Because, do you remember a few weeks ago when he drove by the Trump bus or the caravan or whatever and he flipped them off in his Ferrari? Flipped them off. It was like a good news. Everybody's like, oh man, that Ferrari's dope. I love it. Bad news. The guy in it flipped me off and he doesn't like the guy I want to vote for. So imagine this. If you're an Arizona Cardinals fan and you support President Trump, Arizona's typically a red state. So I'm assuming even though it flipped blue this time, There were people who voted for him. It wasn't a landslide there. I don't know how many of these people are actual Arizona Cardinals fans, but there are some. So imagine this. The Cardinals are losing. DeAndre Hopkins isn't having a great game. And he just flipped off your peeps. And then all of a sudden he saves the day. So you you had already turned on 
uh, Hopkins. You're like, I don't fool with him. One of those spoiled, entitled, liberal athletes. I'm not fooling with him. Not, I don't like him. And then all of a sudden, he wins the game for you. After you thought it was doomed over three players. Yeah, that was probably pretty hilarious. I could just see people in their living room be like, yes, we won. Oh, damn it. It's that damn Hopkins. But this is sports. Sports crosses all things. That's how I know, which is my parting shot. People who are quote unquote boycotting sports because the players are quote unquote too woke are lying because they're cheering for their team because sports is sports. You're a sports fan. You don't care anything about that. You'll change your team, but you will not give up on sports. I know this because I'm a sports fan, a sports fanatic, just like you because you're listening to this. Am I Reister or am I wrong? I'm probably Reister, but if not, peace out. Catch you guys on Thursday. Download the podcast wherever podcasts are found. Holla.